Good evening, everybody, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Sagman. This is my best pal. Mm. In mid-drink, Noel Schmidt. <laughs> That's right, you were. You were just drinking up something. Um, what were you drinking? I'm going to tell you all about it. I am drinking a menage a trois. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's a blend. Scandalous. A menage a trois. Not for this one. Yeah, it certainly is a blend. Only because I wasn't invited. Oh, okay. Except for that one time. <laughs> this is the longest tag I've ever given. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking Zombie Dust by Three Floyds. You don't say. Yeah, I do say. Okay. Yeah, I promise it's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show, High Spirits. Can um, I say this? Well, hold on. Nope. Oh, yeah, you should introduce yeah, the should, show. Okay. <laughs> so, on High Spirits, we talk about ghosts and we drink spirits. Yep. Um, so, Noelle. I was going to say, when we are at the bar, the bar. And Jay orders You and his, I? Nope, doesn't happen. But let, hypothetically, <laughs> if we are at the bar okay. and Jay orders a zombie dust, she specifically only says, I'll have another zombie. Oh, yes. Hop leave. They know us. Yeah. And they're like, we got you. We're, we're, we're friends with the, uh, with the hop. Do you remember that time you went and I ordered <laughs> that one time? Because um, uh, Hop Leaf in Chicago, which is an awesome uh, craft brew a bar yeah it's amazing they have incredible food um we went once and we're known there we went once we went this one time we're known there jay's probably known better than i am and i ordered they have wine on tap there which is amazing um and they have uh carafts of it you don't just get a glass you get a quarter a half or a a whole and i always order a half which is basically the equivalent of a bottle of wine which is what I order. Yep. And I, I sat myself down to, next to Jay, and I, like, I look at the menu every time out of courtesy, but I already know what I'm going to order. You do the Malbec, right? I do the Malbec. Yeah. Every time. Yep. And there was a new guy working, and I was like, I will have the half of Malbec after perusing the menu out of respect. And, and he came over with a table. <clears throat> oh, well, that happened recently, but this was a different time. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll get to that one, too. But he, he looked at me, and he went... I just want you to know, miss, that this is the equivalent of a full bottle of wine. And the other bartender came up behind him and went, yeah, she knows. She'll have two. <laughs> She's good. She'll probably order a beer after this. But then recently, yeah, there's, this is, that happens. Uh, recently, I don't have a problem. Um, <laughs> recently, we were there, and there was another new bartender, and he gave me a taster, which was adorable. It was so adorable. And I was like, Thanks. I will have this still. Hot <laughs> uh, leaf. Home base. Oh, it's so good. We love sorry. it. Um, <laughs> sorry, I went way off track no, right no, no, at the beginning. Dude, you're great. That's what this show is about. That's right. what High Spirits is about. I like it. We're episode twenty. Uh-huh. <laughs> your nose is in your drink. Yep, twenty. 20. I just can't believe that we're at twenty. Why? I don't know. It just seems Don't like... Don't we have the stamina to see this through? It seems like so many. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. I feel like we did should... Did you think I would give up or you would give up? Oh, I felt like you were going to quit on me. Okay. Tell me. Because you're so good and I'm <laughs> such a, a schlub. That is not true. No, I'm so proud of us and I'm really excited. 
We did. <laughs> I felt like you were like, she can't keep up with my vocabulary and no, my words no. and my things. Uh, You're <laughs> don't, crazy. Too. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm really, I, I actually never doubted us, and I um, am very excited that we're here. Um, and I look forward to 20 more. Yeah. Because the spiritual <laughs> realm, as I was saying earlier, when it was so just much. not on this, yeah, so vast. Yeah. There's so much to cover. There is. There's so many Bigfoots and <laughs> Loch Ness monsters and oh. goblins. And, um, You're into cryptozoology tonight. I'm really into cryptozoology, which I feel like we can fit into the spiritual realm. I don't know. But there's so many things out, like, there's so many, like, um, the regional, like, folklore things that we need to touch into. Like, yes. You know? Yeah. It's not all about hauntings. There's so much. There is. There's so much to talk about. Yeah. And I'm very excited about it because I get really wrapped into it. And the more I dig into this stuff, I'm going a little crazy because I'm, like, in it now. I love it. I love I love how passionate you are. It's so awesome. I will text Jay random things where I'll be like, did you know about this? <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm knee dip, you guys. It's, I might be committed by the end of next week. Into an asylum or... I don't know. Or into my parents' home. <laughs> <laughs> you need a week of rest. Yeah. In this haunted house. It just takes a That rest. is my parents' house. Yeah, I know. I was like, that's not... Oh, that, whole, not that old hag hates me. The ghost at your parents' the house? The ghost at my parents' house. Oh. We'll talk about hers. Say hag again. Hag. 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 <laughs> oh, I'm trying, you guys. Um, Namal. Jay, you have things to talk about. No, do you want to know what I'm talking about? I do. Do we have any... We, we're we good. We have zero corrections, right? Shit. I mean, I'm sure everything is... You guys know where to find us. Yeah. Oh, wait. If you don't, um, High Spirit Chicago Facebook, High Spirit Chicago Twitter. Uh, Gmail? Um, yeah, High Spirit Chicago at Gmail. And then um, if you're looking for us on um, SoundCloud... SoundCloud? Well, oh, we're on, we are on SoundCloud. SoundCloud or iTunes, um, mm-hmm. High Spirit Chicago podcast. You know, I'm thinking of also doing an Instagram. Oh, my God, dude. We should totally Insta. Well, Insta. It's just you and Hilda. Me and my cat. <laughs> <laughs> She's beautiful. And just, 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 like, take photographs of her just look into the space of ghosts. Right. Maybe I'll just take pictures of me and my brother's black cat, Glenn. Love it. Yeah. He has two black cats, actually. Is it Glenn after Glenn Danzig? No, it was, actually, it's not. He just thought it, Glenn was a funny name for a cat. Oh, okay. Um, he is Glenn and Lucy. They're both black cats. Lucy is a minx, so she doesn't have a tail. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So he has two blacks. Cats. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, no, um, tell me. Tell me things. Do you know what I'm talking about tonight? Nope. Well, I can see it on your paper. What is it? Alcatraz! Yes! Yeah! We're Alcatraz in. Oh my god, I want to talk about The Rock. I love that movie. I've not seen it. <gasps> I mean, I know that uh, Sean Connery was in it. And Ed Harris. And Nick Cage. Okay. And others. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy from Hill Street Blue. Was he in St. Elsewhere? Cool, everybody. Hi, we're <laughs> Talk about Alcatraz. Um, Noel, we're gonna get to the prison in a second. I think everyone knows Alcatraz from the prison, but um, yep. <coughs> excuse me. 
before. Do you want to cough into the mic? Nope. That's my move on you. Yep, you guys, I'm stuck again. Um, you can't shake it. I can't shake it. Um, like a Polaroid picture. Gross. Oh, my God. Before um, Alcatraz was the Alcatraz that we knew it, um, it was... Um, the Rock. Nope. It was nope. considered haunted by the Native Americans. Before the prison. Oh, long, long. I'm actually going to go deep into the history. Okay. Um, I'm going way back before the 1700s. I'm going to sit back here and not say a word. No, you're fine. Um, <laughs> um, Western explorers visiting the island felt it had a disturbing atmosphere, and um, they spoke of moonlit paths during the night. That sounds really romantic. Kind of. Bones? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're into, like, Weird spiritual thing. I would love a moonlit walk with a, a gentleman caller. Bones and artifacts unearthed by archaeologists on the island indicated that it might have served as a burial ground for Native Americans. Oh, well, that's different. This will keep coming up, by the way. Um, even though, um, actually, at the time um, uh, that I'm talking about, Native Americans avoided the island because they thought evil spirits lived there. They actually... Uh, allegedly deported their criminals under tribal law to live on the island. Okay. And you're going to get to this, I'm assuming, but, like, the distance between Alcatraz and one the mainland. Mile. It's one mile? Yep. So swimming that is not. It's difficult. It's difficult. Now. <laughs> it's um, extremely difficult. The waters, because it's the Pacific Ocean, so the waters, and it's north. Extremely cold. It's cold. The current it's is rocky. Crazy. And there's um, sharks in there. Okay, so I, I didn't know if... Which is why people don't escape from the Alcatraz, which is the name of a movie. It is. Um, <laughs> I didn't know if um, it was an issue more of, like, the current and, like, the rocky waters, or if there actually was, like, wildlife that we needed to be worried about. I assumed that, that it was more, like, just, like, island, choppy no. water. Um, but there's there are legitimate sharks that will yeah. eat you. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they won't eat you. They'll think that you are a threat to their environment, and they will take a bite out of you. And then they'll be like, no, human flesh, I don't like that. I'm a shark. Because <laughs> that's what sharks normally do. They always love human flesh. They don't like human flesh. That they is don't. a misconception about sharks. Oh, I didn't know that. No, sharks are very territorial, so if they think that you're threatening their space, specifically like... Um, great whites or, uh, hammerheads or hammerheads are actually very aggressive sharks, but they don't, um, th they just want to keep you out of their area. So like a lot of times with great white attacks, they see, they think you're a seal because they think your feet oh, rec recognize or yeah. they recognize those as like the, the seal flippers. And so when they, like, actually taste you, it's like, oh, this is not what I wanted because they're used to, like, that fatty seal flesh, which is oftentimes why when people are attacked by a great white, they just have, like, a big bite. It's mm -hmm. not, like, they don't actually, like, go after them. They release them a lot yeah. of times. Okay. Yeah. So. So that shark we with you. I <laughs> have a thing for sharks. <laughs> I'm all about protecting them because I, as much as I love Jaws and the, the Jaws franchise, it actually kind of like really um, did some damage to the shark universe because people like started going after them and it was the opposite. And actually the guy who wrote 
the Jaws uh, book, I can't remember his name right now, um, he actually became, like, a big shark activist because he realized, like, the damage. Him and his wife actually became, like, really involved huh. in that world because he wrote this book where he but was, But like, the word Benchley, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, that is his name. Okay. Um, I, I can't remember his first name, but, like, he... Um, he was writing a horror story, right. um, and he didn't realize that people were going to, as we do, as human beings, as we overreact and um, take things to be truth. And people like saw this movie and and they read his book and they Peter eventually, yep. Um, they actually like overreacted <laughs> and they started like hunting sharks. And he was like, no, 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 that's not my intention at all. Sharks are actually like, um. I- they're fine. They're actually not like uh, going after humans. They're just part of nature and like doing their job in the ocean. And so he actually became like a big, he, he and his wife became big shark activists actually. And like did, you know, everything they could to protect them and preserve them. And yeah, it's kind of a whole thing. So then mm-hmm. the, the thing that sucks about the discovery channel shark week um, we're, I'm getting way off topic, but, uh, the, the <laughs> we'll thing, the thing about Shark Week actually, cause I used to be really into it is that they actually kind of like manipulate, um, and capitalize off of the whole like terror of sharks and like what yeah. they can do. And so they try to get these awful images of them and it's really like, you know, it's kind of a circle of life thing. Like they're living in this egosphere. They're going to eat something. Yeah. Right. Like. They're, they're, they're part of that universe and they're part of that ocean ecosphere and like living the way they should. And yeah, sometimes they, you know, a human or gets in their way and they take a bite out of them. And sometimes there are bad sharks that do terrible things, but, um, they don't know any better most of the time. Like they, they, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of, um, so the, Let's go back to Alcatraz. But what I'm trying to say is that Shark Week on the Discovery Channel is not necessarily an awesome thing to follow anymore. No, which is disappointing because I loved. I used to love it. Yeah, devastating. So the Native Americans uh, first got there and they thought it was a bad place. Mm -hmm. The Spanish got there in 1759. Um. In an effort to um, start spreading Christianity, the uh, natives um, who did not want to convert used um, Alcatraz Island as a refuge. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So Alcatraz Island um, received its name in 1775 when the Spanish explorers uh, were in the San Francisco Bay Area. And they named it that. Uh, It was... La Isla de los Alcatraces, or the Island of the Pelicans. So Alcatraz means pelicans. Island of the Pelicans. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. Okay. La Isla de los Alcatraces, Island of the Pelicans. Okay. Then, in 19, sorry, 1847, Alcatraz was taken over by the United States military. Like they do. Like they do. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, during the Civil War, Alcatraz housed Confederate soldiers, Confederate privateers, which is a nice way of saying pirates. Okay. Right? Uh, And Southern sympathizers. Um, The prisoners slept side by side, head to toe, 
lying in the stone floor basement. Uh, there's no running water, no running water, no heat, and no latrines. Okay. Bathroom. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, disease and infestations were rampant. Okay. Uh, between the Civil War and the... Uh, I, can't, I can't imagine why. Yeah, right. Um, between the Civil War and the 1930s, this is what happened. Um, in the 1870s and the 1890s, Indian chiefs, Native American chiefs, uh-huh. um, were incarcerated on Alcatraz. So, For what reason? Um, basically, they wouldn't give up tribal lands, or they were... So they basically imprisoned them. Yeah. And then took their land. Yep. Okay. Got it. And then after that, in 1898, we have the Spanish-American War, and uh, prisoners were brought to Alcatraz from the Philippines. Okay. Okay. And then in 1902, um, Alcatraz prison population... um, Average around 500 men, which is too many people. It's a lot. Um, but they were serving smaller sentences. Did you say how big the space was? We're going to. Okay. This is. I'm just giving like the prehistory before it was a federal prison. Okay, and I'm assuming they built onto. They did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, and then during the 1920s, Alcatraz was finally just like finito. Okay. The reason why I mention all of this history is because the ghosts of Alcatraz actually, um, when I talk about the federal prison from 1934 to 1963, one of the things that really upset and bothered the prisoners was that it was haunted to them. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So that's why I'm bringing up all this stuff before, because now, nowadays, we think it's haunted because of the, the people that we all know and love who were at Alcatraz, very famous people. Right. Um, but it was already haunted, according to them. Mm-hmm. So that, the, so that had to come from somewhere. Right. So it, it uh. It was either the natives who were there before, the Spanish or the Civil War uh, peeps. Okay. Yeah. So, interesting, right. right? So, the prisoners were, like, and these are, like, there's the irony of that, because either these are, you know, in theory, the guys who go to Alcatraz are, like, these tough guys. The worst of the worst. The worst of the worst. Yep. And they're petrified. Powered in fear. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, let's over this. Um... <clears throat> Alcatraz became a federal prison in 1934. Mm-hmm. Jagger Hoover and the FBI wanted to create a new escape-proof prison that would send fear to the hearts of criminals. And they decided that this would be the perfect location. Right. Um, it opened in 1934 and it was closed in 1963. Highlights before we get into it. Um, eight people were murdered at the prison by inmates. Uh, a guard was murdered in the laundry room. Uh, two died during the um, 1946 escape attempt. Five inmates were killed in random attacks, and five prisoners committed suicide. Wow. Lots of death. 
Oh, also a then, dozen. Hold on, a dozen more died trying to escape. Sharks. Um, <laughs> I so wait, maybe it's that's it was open for thirty five years. Um, uh, roughly, let's say thirty four to sixty three. Oh, sixty three. I thought you said sixty nine. Yeah. So that's twenty nine years. years. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I have no idea, like, what prison statistics are and, like, as far as, like, deaths or whatever. I mean, but it's the, that particular, like, uh, mode of this prison. Yeah, but that seems... It existed on, right. from the 1700s on. I mean, and before that, it was considered bad by the Native Americans, mm-hmm. which I think um, more people should have listened to. Well, as, they, as they find these stories, it's like... <laughs> but why would we? We haven't listened they're historically, to... historically, quote, quote, bad places. We haven't listened to them about anything else, so why would we start now? So, Noelle, <laughs> you were asking about the cells. Please. Um, yes. They actually measured about four feet by eight feet. Okay. Um, and the average height was about seven feet. Okay. Very small. I have no idea what a standard, like, cell today... Is that for two people or one person? I don't know things about prison. Uh, I think it's for one person. I okay. don't know, but that's incredibly small. I mean, for two people, you're on top yeah. of each other. Um, cells had a single fold-up bunk, a toilet, a desk, a chair, and a sink. Mm-hmm. Perfect to ho- host that picture of Rita Hayworth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wrong movie. Yep. I'm just going to quote prison movies. Um. <laughs> um, there were two places that people didn't want to go. Okay. Um, the, the hole. hole. What'd you say? I was going to say the hole. Yeah, the hole. <laughs> um, the hole uh, had no mattresses. Um, prisoners were sustained um, by meals of bread and water. This is solitary confinement. Yep. Okay. Um supplemented by a solid meal every third day. So okay. just bread and water, and then every third day, like, gross food. Slop. Yep. Okay. Um, steel doors close these cells off from daylight. Uh, sometimes there was a low wattage ball suspended from the Oh, my God. Bed. That's awful. Inmates could spend up to 19 days here, completely silent and isolated from everyone. Time in the hole usually meant psychological and sometimes even physical torture. I'm sure. Uh, when men emerge from the darkness um, of the hole, they sometimes would be totally senseless, um, and they would end up in the hospital's ward. Uh, at the time, the warden there did not believe in insanity. He thought it was an excuse. So he did not have time for any of these people who quote, quote, came out of the whole insane he thought they were all like fucking with him you know right 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 um others came out with pneumonia and arthritis because actually they because there were no mattresses they would spend days and weeks on the cold cement oh and oftentimes they would do that with no clothing i'm sure like they're, yeah, so their joints are, like, atrophied and because yep. they're kind of, like, if they're so they're so cold, they're, like, huddled into a ball. That's terrible. Yep. 
That's completely inhumane. Some men never came out of the hole at all. Ugh. They would just go down there and... Um, That's terrible. The prison system would say they died. Sorry, guys. I just put my hands in there and did quotation marks. But they would just say they died of natural causes. Um, That's they did not die of natural causes, probably. They were down there uh, eating bread and water and freezing their asses off and basically going crazy. Uh, we'll talk about one of these people actually later on who died in the hole and is a ghost in the hole and... Um, here's the thing. Like yeah. I, oh, I'm so, I'm so conflicted by this. Um, <clears throat> I, cause I have beliefs about corporal, pun- corporal punishment and, but I also have not been affected by a, a severe crime. Like meaning uh, nobody in my life has been murdered, you know, knock on wood. I shouldn't, I feel like I shouldn't even be saying these things. Like nobody has been uh, affected in my, in my universe by that or like that kind of horrible crime where I've been faced with their, um, the person who violated them or, or the, that criminal. So I guess if had I, if I were in that position, I might think differently, but like, I still feel like putting, like, it's not on us to put somebody in that severe of conditions, like, despite what their crime is, like, yeah, put them away, make them suffer in prison, but, like, to put them in, in that kind of, those kind of conditions, like, well, we're going to talk about this. Are we any better than that person no. then? And, and like, that's what, like that, like, that's just so cruel. And you're not even giving them an opportunity to rehabilitate themselves oh, no. and like, fix and by the way, this was, this was a death island. Oh, uh, that's just no, so despicable. They didn't even play with the idea of yeah. rehabilitation. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Because, um, many of these prisoners honestly just went. Crazy. I mean, and, and it's just pure negligence, and it's not like, is it an issue of not being staffed properly, not having proper funding? Like, you're going to go into all this. No, but here's but, the crazy thing. I don't have a semi sheet of paper, but uh, uh, they actually had one guard to three prisoners. Yeah. Which, which is seems one like a lot. Why, which is a lot. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why this prison closed down. They actually did something very weird. They put... Um, the worst of the worst criminals in this prison. Right. Like, which makes sense. Anybody who, in a federal prison, who was like the worst mm-hmm. went to Alcatraz. And because of that, um, they needed much more, like, care, right? Security. And, Security. Yeah. And in, uh, at the time this was open, uh, a regular federal penitentiary had like one guard per twelve people. Right. And this seems excessive. According to law law enforcement, these men who were there were so bad they needed one guard for every three men. Which is crazy. Which is crazy, but also the people who were there were not the nicest. Right, but they probably weren't getting mental health treatment. They weren't like Nope, but they were already like they murderers, were just, rapists, right. like I mean, they were, but they were just imprisoning them. Like, they weren't putting them through therapy. They weren't, like, giving them the care. Because they weren't taking into account the fact that, like, oh, this person might have a mental illness and might, 
like need to be on a well, certain. If they did they, have a mental illness; it got worse. Right, like they might be schizophrenic yeah. and might need to be on because a, probably a lot of these guys were bipolar, schizophrenic, like having. Yeah, like in the thirties and sixties, no. That's not that wasn't a thing. Yeah. Like, and so instead, we imprison them <laughs> and we put them in these severe cases Which and is, make them go yeah. even more wacky. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So, so good. <laughs> um, I can't imagine what their holiday show looked like. Oh, my God. <laughs> Prison holiday show. Nope. <laughs> Worse than the hole, they were at the dungeon. Oh, my God. Um, oh, no. In the dungeon, they uh, the only toilet they had was a bucket. Yeah. And it would only be um, cleaned once a week. The men in the dungeon were completely naked. Oh, God. Um, they were chained to the walls 12 hours a day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. What? Nope. They were completely naked, did not have the ability to use bathroom, and they were chained, sorry, chained, standing up. Nope. Nope. Because the big thing that the that the no, woman okay. wanted to do was you can't lay down. So retribution was a big thing. Like you killed all these people, or you did this terrible thing. Um, you will be torture, right? And there are bugs crawling on them, and probably rats, yep. and like all the oh, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so the bug bug case they must have had must have been horrendous. Yep. So they were naked, um, chained to the wall, um, basically being tortured. Oh my god. That's... At night, though, this this will make you sleep better. They were given a blanket. Oh, good. <laughs> While they were standing chained naked? No, they actually, they, they, they uh, unchained them um, in it so they could lay down and they put a blanket. On, like, a concrete floor? Yeah. Okay, cool. But they and, were basically, their, their, their torture would be to stand 12 hours a day <sighs> naked against the wall, shivering to death. So they basically were standing there, like, waiting for that moment when they got a blanket. And I shouldn't be, like, this sympathetic because they're probably murderers and rapists, but we also don't know, like, a lot of these people were probably, like, mentally handicapped. Of course they were. I mean, Al Capone was one of them. He had, I, I think modern people say that maybe he had an IQ of, like, 69. Yeah. Right. I mean, the... They just weren't. It's just, it, it, it's, it's much more complex. Ugh. I'm like to right. uh, I'm going to go through some brutal stories. Um, the reason I'm going through these brutal stories is because I feel like uh, wherein like, there is a brutal, brutal story, there are ghosts. Yes. So. And you like to break my spirit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, maybe. <laughs> a little bit. Uh. A guy named Roof, R-U-F-E, Roof. Uh, Roof? Roof. Roof. Percival. Roof Percival. Percival. P-E-R-S-F-U-L. Roof Percival. That's an unfortunate name. Yep. Roof yep. Percival. Right. Um, he was a gangster and a bank robber. Of course. Um, he was working in a shop. Like They had like a little... Um, uh, for some of the uh, inmates that could be trusted, they had like work stuff that they did. Roof. Yeah, they were um, like pounding out license plates, dude. Nope, they were not. <laughs> but Roof. Um, bing, 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 bing. Was in one of the shops. That's me pounding out a license plate. You're not going to like this. I don't want to hear it. He picked up a hatchet. No. 
Yep. He picks up a hatchet. He placed his left hand on a block of wood. God damn it. <laughs> and started laughing maniacally and then thrust that hatchet down, hacking off all the fingers on his left hand. He didn't take the hand. He just took the fingers. No, he took the fingers. Um, I was hoping this is going to end in like an evil dad way where he was wait, like, hold on. give me back my hand. He's he basically so crazed and so like freaked out about like what he was doing. Um, he thought he would be taken off the work placement or whatever. He cut off his own fingers. Then he placed his right hand on the block and pleaded for the guards and all the prisoners to chop his right hand off. His right finger was off. Um, and then he was None like, of them would do it. They finally got him out of that situation. And, you know, Alcatraz being the tough place it was. Um, every single person in the place said Percival was completely crazy, out of his mind. Well, he chopped off all of his fingers, right? Um, at Alcatraz, not declared insane. So just a problem inmate. Okay. At Alcatraz, all the shit was going on. You could not be declared insane. Well, right. Many of the wardens just thought uh, a a declaration of insanity meant you were lazy. Oh my god. Okay. So um, cool. What? (sighs) I don't even know where to start with this. Did they sew his fingers back on? They did not. So he just lived as a finger. He lived a fingerless life from that I'm point. Just on one hand. On one hand. Was he more. right-handed? <laughs> um. Yes. He cut off all the left because he was dominant right hand. Uh, oh right. He okay. basically cut off his left hand and then asked people to help him because he could not grip a hatchet <laughs> once he had. Um... And they were like, "Tough luck, Charlie. See you tomorrow." Yeah. I like mean... he went right back to work the next day. No, he he was considered fucking crazy. Okay, but, but he, but I thought they couldn't declare him insane. Oh yeah, no, no, they didn't declare him insane, but the but the, but the inmates were like, that yeah. guy's out of his mind. <laughs> they pretty much were like, don't talk to Percival. Yeah, um, they 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 put him on holy shit mode. Yeah. Oh shit, that sucks. Uh, let's talk about Joe. Joe Bowers. Okay. Joe Bowers slashed his own throat Ugh. with a pair of broken eyeglasses that he found. In front of people? I have no idea. Or was it a ghost? What? Like, did a ghost actually slash no. his throat? Or did he actually no, slash his throat? No, he tried to kill himself. I understand that part, but, like, I'm doing air quotes right now, everybody. Did he try to kill himself, or no, did like no, was did. it done by like an entity? No, he tried to kill himself. The ghost of Sean Connery. Um, he was given first aid. Okay. This man who tried to kill himself slashed his own throat. Did he? I mean, he knows where the jugular is, Dude. right? Like he just totally missed. Once he was thrown, uh, sorry. Once he tried to kill himself, he was thrown to the hole. Oh my. Fucking god! Infection. So nobody like took care of his wound. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, he actually 
was released from the hole. This is how suicidal he was. Um, he um, ran to the chain link fence, um, fully aware that the guards would shoot him. <laughs> and um, as he scaled the fence, they opened fire, and his body fell 70 feet, 70 feet down to the rocks below. And... <laughs> and he and he died. And he died. Yep. And he bounced back. And nope. he, <laughs> what he if he was just like that resilient? Like nope. every attempt of suicide, he just kept coming back for more. Yep. That would be amazing. But and Joe, then he was Joe, like, Joe was Joe was done. I am a god. I can. I am indestructible. <laughs> Impervious. Uh, there's a guy named Ed Wutke. W-U-T-K-E, Ed Wutke. Wutke sounds accurate. Um, he actually was the first prisoner to commit suicide in Alcatraz. Okay. He was a former sailor, sailor and um, he had been sent there on murder charges. Um, he found a blade from a pencil sharpener and sliced his jugular. What? Yeah. Wait, did he take the pencil sharpener apart? Yep. What? And bled out. He took the pencil sharpener. Okay, wait. Took it apart. Oh my god. And sliced his neck and died. What? That's Ed Woodkey. No. So, okay. Wait. I don't even, like, so. What? Yep. So he took, I'm assuming this is the pencil sharpener that you have. Yep. Attached to the the thing, yep. the table where you take your pencil, you you do the grinding. Yep. So he pulled that apart. And killed himself. Oh my god! Slashed his own neck. That's cr- like and fatally sliced his. Like he was looking around and he was like, "I can't do it with this plasticware that they give me for my meals." Oh my yep. god, that's crazy. Yeah. This is not a nice place. The reason why I'm going through these things, so I hate we'll this. Get to why it's haunted. Get to the ghosts. Well, we'll get there. Tell me. Oh my god. Um, you guys might have heard of um, the Birdman of Alcatraz. Nope. Robert Stroud. You ever heard of him? Robert Stack. No, Robert <laughs> Stroud. I don't know him. Um. Anyway, he. <laughs> I only know the movie The Rock. I don't know if I've made oh, that right. any clearer to you. I don't actually know that um, I can't believe you don't know that movie. Um, Alcatraz um, was extremely famous for being like a sociopath and a crazy person. Anyway, um, when he was there, uh, he killed a guard. Okay. So. Just to watch him die? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but he uh, he was not a nice man. He killed somebody. Okay. Uh, last but not least, before we get to uh, ghost stuff. There was a guy named Henry Young. Okay. Um, his name is spelled H-E-N-R-I, Young. So I want to call him Henri. I don't know it, wait, right. but it's pronounced Young? I don't know. I mean, oh, it's, Henry. It's Henry Young, but his first name is like <laughs> Henri. You, you spelled Henry, and I was like, that's pronounced Young. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, Henry Young murdered a fellow inmate. Rufus McCain, he ran downstairs from the furniture shop to the tailor shop where McCain worked, and he stabbed him violently in the neck over and over. Ugh. 
Which is gross. And bloody. And weird. That's a lot of blood. Um, you want to talk about ghosts? I, I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> so a place like that, there's bound to be ghosts, right? Right. I mean, there's lots of history. Um, when uh, people walk in, um, just opposite of the visiting room, there's a metal door. Um, this is an infamous metal infamous metal door. It, in fact, it's welded shut. Okay. Why do you think it's welded shut? To keep the ghosts out? Yep. Really? Yep. Really? This is crazy. Rational-minded people actually <laughs> had so many ghosts and crazy times, they welded a fucking metal door shut. They're about. real dumb about ghosts, then. Well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, um, ghosts hate steel. Once they did, they, they actually seemed to be fine, which is weird. Uh, behind that door, um, there's a utility corridor in the Battle of Alcatraz in 1946. Um, Bernard Coy, Marvin Hubbard, and Joe Kretzer were killed by grenades and bullets. Okay. Um, there are some a, a movie made about that, but anyway, um, there was a big uh, battle of Alcatraz where these guys were like trying to escape and trying to figure out, um, you know, a better life. Um, there's been lots of tries uh, to escape from Alcatraz. No one has succeeded. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the movie The Rock. <laughs> Tell me about it. Well, Alcatraz has actually been sitting dormant. And Ed Harris takes in a team of um, former army contractors to take San Francisco hostage, basically. Oh. And they bring in uh, Sean Connery, who is a former... Um, prisoner on the oh. rock to break into Alcatraz with, <laughs> of course, Nick Cage. I probably got that storyline totally wrong. But no, you didn't. I honestly have no way of confirming that. Nope. So, and no one will ever tell us otherwise. So that's all you need to know. <laughs> and at the end of the day, Nick Cage wins, as he always does. Anyway, um... Behind that metal door, um, there's reports of all kinds of sounds. Voices, clanging, shouting, moaning. Is there, like, an entrance into that room? No. Interestingly, um, uh, so it's completely cut off to, like, I'm sorry to interrupt. um, No one could figure out for the longest reason why that was so. And then a former guard said that, um, uh, in the middle of the night when a watchman just, just welded the door shut due to fear. Okay. That's it. Interesting. Cell 14 D. That means nothing. (laughs) No, you're looking at me like I should know it. (laughs) I don't know anything. So, um, cell 14 D was in the hole. Okay. Which was not a nice place. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the guards is quoted saying, 
the feeling of sudden intensity that comes from spending more than a few minutes around that cell is heartbreaking. Another guide um, said of 14D, it's always cold. Um, it's even colder than the other three dark cells. Uh, the temperature inside the cell can be in the 70s, yet 14D is still cold. So cold that you need a jacket. Interesting. This is, to me, one of my favorites. A number of former guarded, <laughs> guard a number of former guards, um, so, uh, basically came out with this story. In the 1940s, um, an inmate was locked in the cell. Um, according to the officer that locked him in the cell, the inmate started screaming, just started freaking out moments, um, Moments of uh, moments of walking in. Um, the man claimed that there was a creature in there with him. Uh huh. With glowing eyes, he was locked in there. He was locked in the cell. Yes. Okay. But nobody saw the glowing eyes guy. No. Okay. So the man screams. This inmate screams into the night claiming he was being attacked um just freaked out and then like just like incessant freaking out and then mm -hmm. total complete silence was he okay no the guards were like at that point the guards were like cool he's finally shut up but he was dead hold on oh i well you're pausing and i don't know what's happening i know i'm getting nervous so the man screamed into the night um, even when he was like, he was like, help me, help me. I'm being attacked. I'm being attacked. And no one went to his rescue. Right. Mm -hmm. And they finally shut up and they were like, oh, phew. Right. <laughs> they went in the following day and he was done. They waited a day. The autopsy. <sighs> sorry. Uh, there was a horrible expression frozen into the man's face, the inmate's face. Of course. And there were clear marks around his throat. The autopsy revealed that he could not have strangled himself. So <laughs> the uh, guards were like, shit, what happened? Was he choked by one of the other guards? Um, <laughs> I like that they think it's one of them. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, but listen, I mean, like, like supernatural aside. Did you do it? Well, I mean. Who right. gets killed by a supernatural being? I know, I get it. Right? I totally get it. But. So they were like, "What?" They they immediately like went around to each other. They're like, "You killed that man, right?" Right, right. And right. um, no one admitted it to each other. Yeah. Because one of the guys was like vehement. He was actually really upset. He was like, he was like, somebody just killed that man because they were like scared or annoyed or whatever. And they're like, "No, no, no, yeah. no, no, let's kill him." Um, then. The men who were there, because no one admitted to killing this person, which makes the most sense. Right. Uh, they started believing that something else had happened. Um, they believed that the killer had been the spirit of a former inmate. Okay. All of them started to believe that. It's interesting that they would think that another inmate would attack an inmate. Well... 
That actually is not too far-fetched on a okay. trust. Because there's a lot of murder between. Right. Okay. Murders. Yeah. Um. But why not go for the but 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 why not go for like the security guards who right. put well, you in these in horrible death, in death such as life and inmates yeah, were busy killing each other. I guess okay. They didn't really kill that many guards. Right. Okay. Um. To add to the mystery, this is the craziest thing. Um. So. On the day following the tragedy, uh, they were performing a head count, the guards, uh-huh. and um, there was one too many men in the lineup. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And um, at the end of the line, um, one of the guards saw the face of the convict who had recently been strangled. No! Yes. <laughs> and he... Fucking freaked out and ran. The other guy who was there, counting the same, saw the guy. The guy winked and smiled at him and then abruptly, like, vanished. That's awesome. Yep. And awesomely terrifying. Yep. Like. So uh, that dude who had just been murdered was in their count. Shit. Did the inmates, like, did any of them say that they saw him or it's just these I mean two cards for that for that uh, specific story no but I will say that inmates were frightened for their lives on a nightly basis the shit that they have to say about this prison is uh-huh. crazy and by the way we we're talking about the prisoners from like the 30s to the 60s yeah um also the reason we went through the history at the top they're actually not even seeing contemporaneous ghosts mm-hmm. they're seeing old ghosts yeah so if we went right now and like to you and me seeing a ghost from the 30s or 60s seems like an old ghost right these guys are seeing like ghosts from like the 1600s they're right. seeing indian spirits they're right, seeing right. um ghosts from um remember i talked about the civil war mm-hmm. they're seeing those ghosts right they're losing their minds mm-hmm. over by the way this is like a huge amount of time ago. <laughs> they're seeing... Well... Yeah, they're seeing ghosts from um, what we would consider a huge amount of time ago. Well, and their concept of ghosts and their understanding of that realm is so minimal, if anything. Like, so it's got to be just absolutely terrifying at oh. all times. Like, it just never ends. It's dark and jiggy and terrifying and... It's... I was at... The um, amount of people who went insane in that building is crazy. I can only equate... So, this is only... I'm, I'm saying this only because it's fresh in my mind because I just experienced this a couple days ago. Um, I was at a friend's house and he has this fish tank and he has a bully fish that just goes after all of the little fish if, if they get in his space. And the minute they get into his, like swimming space he's like on top of them where he's like butting up against them and like I'm a fucking fish like all I do is swim all day I'm just hanging out in this tank that's just my life and then all of a sudden it's like like this guy's like behind me like pushing me along and he's just like a fucking bully and I was like mesmerized by this and I was like 
Oh my God. These little guys just live in fear. This is their life. All they do is live in fear of this bully Mm -hmm. just chasing after them. And then you've got this big, like, algae sucker hanging out (laughs) of the bottom of your tank who sometimes eats them. Like, this is their life. Like, constant fear. And that must have been (laughs) what these guys experienced as well. Like, where they just didn't know because nobody believed them. They were like, and who would? They were right. awful men. They were awful men. So like, they're thrown. They're basically thrown away because they have committed horrific crimes. And I don't want to discount that in any way. No, they're they're bad. People. They've Al done. Capone. Yeah, they've done. They've done horrible, horrible things. They've murdered. They've raped, robbed all of the things. Nope. Um, but they've they've been thrust away. But at the same time, like they deserve some form of like humanity and like some kind of not retribution but like you know like we have to acknowledge the fact that they're still human beings like we can't just like just like discard them for nothing well I have some ghost encounters for you please (laughs) Um, I'm just going to talk about fish now I agree. Um, I'm gonna take you over to his place and we're gonna look at watch fish. Oh my god, it's fascinating! <laughs> oh, it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. All right, let me talk about the ghost for just a second. Okay, um, okay. <laughs> Night Watchmen report that they heard sounds of what appear to be men running on the upper tiers. They think that there's a prisoner inside. Um, they go up, they find nothing. One park service employee went for a walk in front of a block and she was just past the door that led to the dungeons when she heard a scream at the bottom of the stairs. Okay. Investigated. Are they like the steel steps that were like the metal steps that we're used to? Okay. Um, Look at all these ghost stories. (laughs) Oh my God. Your page is full of stories. And I keep talking. (laughs) Should I keep talking? Nope. Would you like me to keep talking? (laughs) Um, uh, People have heard unexplained sobbing and moaning, Mm. inexplicable smells, cold spots, and spectral apparitions. Okay. These are guards and prisoners. Um, Guards and prisoners report seeing ghostly forms um, and phantom soldiers. Right? But not Phantom Planet. Nope. The band. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, uh, they actually uh, heard Phantom gunshots, Phantom cannon shots, Phantom uh, uh, muskets, and Phantom soldiers. Muskets. At the time, contemporaneous to the 1930s. So they saw ghosts from the Civil War. Yeah. Wait a minute now. Let's take a minute. Let's take a time out here. But they were there. The Civil War in yeah, San Francisco? Alcatraz was a Civil War prison. In San Francisco? Yep. Did they make it that far? Well, they put them there. Really? Yeah. I know we talked about this at the beginning. <laughs> yes, they did. They, um... We were that far, like, we were that far. I know we were that far in yep. the United States, but, like, we were that far that we had, a like, a prison established in for the Civil War. Yep, and uh, we talked about it at the top of it, but yeah, in the Civil War, uh, the prisoners slept side by side, head to toe. Yeah, you said, you said yeah. all those things. I remember. And I remember thinking <laughs> about, like, that's too tight for all those people. It's disgusting. But, um... So, yeah, I, they're there. Okay. All right. 
It's a far way to go. It's a really but far yeah, away to go. Yeah. I guess I didn't, like, compute that when you first brought it up at the beginning. Um, there's a laundry room in Alcatraz that uh, people report filling with smoke, mm-hmm. even though nothing was burning. Uh, so. They were all having strokes. Um, according to a park ranger... Uh, he was in the cell, he was in one of the cell houses, uh, near the shower room and he could hear the sound of banjo music. Now, just as a, <laughs> as a quick thing, Al Capone, you, you know Al Capone? Who? Al Capone. Who now? Yeah, I've heard of him. Chicago famous gangster Al Capone mm-hmm. actually, uh, was in Alcatraz for quite some time. Right. And, uh, played the banjo there. He only played dueling banjos. Yeah, that's all he knows. Not necessarily because of his time there, but because of syphilis. He did not die. He knew many people think he knew many a lady. He did, but yeah, he he actually played the banjo and was so scared of coming out of his room that they let him stay in his room during like camaraderie time. Just playing his banjo. He just played that like that solo dueling banjos part. Visitors ain't. Uh, visitors to cell block A and B claim they've heard crying and moaning. Um, a psychic uh, said that while in cell block C, he encountered a spirit named Butcher. Um, this actually adds up because there was a uh, uh, Butcher named uh, nicknamed Butcher. His actual name was Abby Meldowitz, but they called him the Butcher. Was he actually, like, a meat butcher? Nope. Nope, he just killed people. Uh, <laughs> it's reported that uh, people saw the ghosts of Native American prisoners. Um, and they also saw the ghosts of um, the uh, Civil War prisoners that were there. Okay. Um, many prisoners who were declared insane uh, reported the same thing. They reported whispers in the middle of the night, floating blue lights and figures, moaning, and the clanking of chains and cells. Uh, occupants of the prison reported seeing uh, prisoners from the early 19th century walking the quarters of A Block. So what I'm saying is all these degenerates of the 1930s through 60s were like, Terrified. Right. So. They they truly thought they saw this. Let me just get through okay. this and then we can talk. Um, no. One member of the staff saw a gang of Native American prisoners marching around in a circle before they vanished. Several guards reported seeing a specter of a man with mutton chop sideburns uh, wearing a gray suit and a brimmed cap. Every time they see this man, he'd leave the room icy cold. Uh, George Machine Gun Kelly. Yep. You might know. I do. Um, has been seen in the prison's church. Alvin Creepy Carpus, who is part of the Mob Barker gang, um, is said to haunt the prison bakery and kitchen. Um, 
visitors have claimed to see Robert Stroud, who's the Birdman of Alcatraz, uh, on his bed reading a book. And finally, uh, Whitey Thompson actually was a former prisoner. And then once he got out of prison, they let him, like, do tours and shit. Like you do. Like you do. Because um, he's kind of, like, pathetic. And, I mean, it's almost like Shawshank. And oh, I used to be the governor. Yeah. Instead of buying right. groceries and yeah. committing suicide, they were like, give him some tours. Right. Give him some kind um, of dignity. Anywho is all. Apparently, he uh, was giving a tour and saw one of his old friends. Oh, no. Yep. He saw his friend, uh, Johnny House. No, oh, that's uncomfortable. H-A-U-S. Right. Um, Get the fuck out, Whitey. Yep. And so, <laughs> Johnny uh, completely freaked out, lost his mind because, uh, sorry, Whitey lost his mind because his friend Johnny House was there. Yeah. And um, he um, was actually dear friends with this man. Oh, that's really weird. And um, ran away from the group that he was giving a tour from and, and tried to um, talk to him and connect with him. And um, uh, no one had really particularly seen what he thought he had mm-hmm. seen. Um, and he came back and he was very, like, uh, I don't know the word for it, moved. Yeah. And he was like, oh, my gosh, did you guys did you guys see that? Did you, whatever. And they were like, no. <laughs> he was like... My best friend from the time when I was in prison here came to say hi to me. But he was dead. Right. And uh, he knew he was dead. Right. Um, two more things and it's time to go. All right. Okay. Um, after all this, um, obviously the prison closed. Right. Once the prison closed, the um, American um, Indians tried to claim this land as their own. Okay. As they should. Right. But it's theirs. Yeah. It was theirs. Um, during this occupancy, Yvonne Oaks. Okay. Who was one of the uh, key activists. She fell from the third story window. Oh. Yep. From so Alcatraz? She, yep. So in 1969, uh, unrelated to the prison at all, um, uh-huh. a Native American protester died on an island, which uh-huh. might contribute. Yeah right now, to mm-hmm. our sense that it's haunted. Right. Um, and, guys, you can go there. In 1972, Congress created the Golden Gate National Recreation Area in Alcatraz Island, and it is uh, one of the most popular national parks in the United States. You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, that's it for Alcatraz, but um, y'all... I think this is my second prison story. Um, I don't know the takeaway. One, well, don't be bad enough. Don't be a terrible person that you get put in prison. And also, prison people, don't be so terrible. Yeah. That, like, don't be terrible. suffer and get tortured in your prison. I think you're working on a series about breaking out somebody from prison. What will we call that? Oh, prison break. <laughs> No, that can't be done. (laughs) We're still working. Um, Noelle, before we let the people go, what are you drinking? Oh, I am drinking a menage a trois. It's just for me. (laughs) 
I love that. Menage de Trois. It's just for me. I'm drinking zombie <laughs> dust. I like it. No big whop. Um, y'all, you've been listening to High Spirits, and Noelle has one last thing to say to you. And sweet dreams. <laughs>